It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment here at Disney Blues, Diz Radio, and the Diz Radio Show. And after taking a short break for two weeks to let the D team and ourselves recharge with vacation, going camping, I myself went to Boy Scout camp, took my den there, and it was a fantastic time. But we are back from camp, and we're about to have some hijinks, some triplet fun, and all kinds of goodies as we're going back to that Sunday night magical world of Disney as we have none other than Monica Lacey stopping in here at the show. Now, Monica Lacey, you may know from The Parent Trap 3, The Parent Trap 4, Hawaiian Honeymoon, and The Kicks. She is one of triplets. Yes, her sister has been a past guest here on the show, Leanna Creel, who is part of Saved by the Bell, and Monica's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things. What it was like working with the iconic Haley Mills, making The Parent Trap films, Parent Trap 3 and Parent Trap 4, and of course, what was it like just seeing yourself on a Disney Sunday night movie? And of course, what is she up to now? In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. That's right, you have the questions, he has the answers, and Aaron is going to answer all your questions, and I want to know. We have Dominic with a short leash, giving you tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and short on money. We also have Paige, who's taking that break from working at the Walt Disney World Resort to give you that symphony for your ears in the Magical Music Review. And let's not forget all kinds of multimedia for your Android, your iPhone, and more, as we have Randy with Disney Multimedia. There is tons Tons of news hot off the D-Wire from Disney Channel, Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney XD, Walt Disney Pictures, Marvel, video games, and so much more. So before I jump into this week's show and we really get things going here, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is proudly sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. They're going to treat you like family. And they have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you might have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that out of the way, it is time to jump into this week's show, have all kinds of hijinks, fun, triplet mayhem, as we're going to kick off show number 182 for the week of July 6, 2017, and take it away and I'll be right back. Let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah Why don't you and I combine? Let's get together, what do you say? We could have a swing in time We'd be a crazy team Why don't we make the scene? Together, whoa, 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 whoa Let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah Think of all that we could share Let's get together every day Everywhere and everywhere And though we haven't got a lot We could be sharing all we've got Together Oh, I really think you swell Uh-huh, we really ring the bell Ooh, and if you stick with me Nothing could be greater, say hey alligator Let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah Two is right 
Parent Trap was double trouble for everyone. It's like a special effect. But now you're in for a triple tree. Why is this happening to me? When you take one Barry Boswick, two Haley Mills twins, and three Creel triplets, you've got the makings of an all-new Disney classic. Where's your father? I'm stuck in the garage! The world premiere of Parent Trap 3, Sunday. Hi, this is Monica Lacey from Parent Trap 3, Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon, and you're listening to Diz Radio. Oh, 
Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, so I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 182 for the week of July 6, 2017, as we're gearing up for all kinds of triplet fun as we have Monica Lacey stopping in from The Parent Trap 3, The Parent Trap 4, The Kicks, and so many other things. And she's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things. We have the D-team here with Aaron, Dominic, Paige, and Randy, and all kinds of news hot off the D-wire. And of course, you, the D-heads, for tuning in here this week. So I am fresh from vacation. We had the last two weeks off. The D-team had a little bit of rest and relaxation. I, myself, when camping and then of course when camping again for boy scouts as i am a scout leader and we just had a lot of fun that needed downtime to spend that time with your family but we are back we are in action and so many other things so before i jump into the news hot off the d wire i do want to mention that diz radio has recently launched an all-new redesigned fresh website yes our first website redesign in seven years so now if you go to dizradio.com yes d-i-z radio.com you can see our all new responsive website where you can even listen to the shows right there on your device just by clicking play it is that easy so definitely explore it see everything that it has to offer we have all kinds of things from the d store connecting up the d team the latest news our lifetime of disney player the podcast archives and many other goodies. So definitely explore it. DIZradio.com, the official website of Diz Radio. Now, if you want to stay connected in all these other different ways here, yes, all the different ways to stay connected here at the show, aside from just going to DizRadio.com, if you want to stay connected on all the social media outlets, you can go to Facebook at Facebook.com slash Show. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand. Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And you can find us on all these links and more. Now remember, if you want to stay connected instantly, you need the magic in your ears. You just can't wait to hear me ramble in. You can't wait for the D-team's voices. You're just longing for our voices and guests every week. All you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio. It is that easy. You can get the latest shows on your iPhone, your Android, your mobile device, your tablet, the device of your choosing as soon as they get released. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Stitcher Radio and search Disney On Demand, Diz Radio, or Disney Blue, and all of them are going to help you find our fun, unique, quirky, magical, unique kind of Disney show. All right, all the different ways to stay connected here at the show, a little bit different than I normally do it, but let's just jump into news finally and that news hot off the D-wire, and how about Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean losing the Wench auction? Now, I know this has been talked to death on a variety of different social medias, boards, I mean, posts, Facebook, you name it, it has been everywhere. But after 50 years, in case you haven't heard, Disney plans to remove the Wench auction section from its fan favorite Pirates of the Caribbean ride and attraction at many of its parks, a Disney spokesperson told CNN last week Friday. Now the scene featuring animatronic characters showed a line of women tied together and of course everybody knows 
We want the redhead, right? We wants the redhead. Everybody knows that scene. It is one of those iconic things. But now they're changing it from auction, take a wench for a bride. The sign's going to say auction, surrender your loot. And of course, the redhead that we all know is going to become a pirate. Now, instead of just women, the auction is going to feature a mix of men and women auctioning off personal goods, such as jewelry and clocks. Now, as the Disneyland spokesperson has said, Susie Brown, she said, we believe the time is right to turn the page to a new story in this scene that's consistent with the humorous, adventurous spirit of the attraction. Now, the first Pirates of the Caribbean attraction was installed in Disneyland in 1967. Now, one of the red-headed wenches has become part of the pirate display that everybody knows, but she is going to be part of this all-new display. Now, everybody is up in arms over this. Everybody doesn't know what to make of it so far. Like, do you want the change? Do you not want the change? They already added Jack Sparrow to it as well. There's already, like, all kinds of circulars and people getting uh, signatures and petitions to get Disney to stop this, but... One Imagineer that we all know, Marty Sklar, the former creative executive for Walt Disney Imagineering, who worked with Walt Disney himself, said changes to the park and attractions are part of what keeps Disney's unique experience. So I'm not sure. We'll see what happens with this, but, you know, they have changed this over the years. Come on, do we all remember when the pirates were chasing the women? And now the women are beating them over the head with brooms. So this isn't the first time that they're making radical modifications to the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with it, but I wanted to toss it out there because it is one of those things that Disney's going to do it no matter what. It doesn't make a difference how many signatures you get. They are going to do it no matter what because they feel it is in the best interest. So you can just take the change, enjoy it, and continue to press on. Now, speaking of pressing on, let's press on to more news here. And how about 2,000 days and nights at the Disneyland Resort? Now, Huntington Beach resident in California, Jeff Reitz, has visited the Disneyland Resort every day since January 1st, 2012. Yes, every single day. Now, this last June, June 22nd, it marked his 2,000th consecutive visit. Yes, when Jeff, a Disneyland Resort annual pass holder, began his daily journeys to Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure in 2012, the resort was prepping to welcome the exciting new Cars Land, which opened that summer. Now, the months he's been visiting, it just turned into a game. He wanted to visit every single day, and he wanted to check out everything from Summer of Heroes, the Superhero Encounters, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, and of course, all the different things that they have, including checking out Fantasmic over the years. Now, he is an Air Force veteran, and he credits the parks with giving him something to look forward to every single day, noting that he enjoys hearing the music as he enters, interacting with friendly park cast members, and watching park guests have a great time. He also enjoys the shows and attractions, and of course, one of his favorites, as he puts it, is the Matterhorn Bobsleds Adventure. Now, he does plan to continue to treat himself to the park, for as long as he can so let's see if he can make it to 3,000 visits so definitely a huge feat but 2,000 visits I wish I had that kind of time and dedication that I could just go ahead and uh, pretty much just go to the parks every single day now moving aside from the parks let's get into television and all those kind of fun things and how about the former Mickey Mouse Club star Jennifer McGill to release a faith-based debut solo album. Now two decades after her successful Disney Channel series the all-new Mickey Mouse Club and we've had a variety of Mouseketeers here on the show it came to an end and Jennifer McGill now is stepping back into the spotlight with her upcoming debut full-length solo album 
Unbreakable, which is getting released in August. Now, Fox News recently had a chance to catch up with her as well, and it's her first interview and world premiere of the epic new music video with the title track Unbreakable. Now, as she has said, it's hard to believe that 20 years have passed since the show that everybody knows as MMC has launched the careers of so many of her castmates, including Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, JC Chazez, Ryan Gosling, Carrie Russell, just to name a few. Now, Jennifer does say most of the kids who stayed in limelight went to New York or LA to pursue their careers wholeheartedly, and she wound up going to college, she said. By the time she was 21 or 22, she had a contract with Capitol Records, but it just didn't seem like the timing was right. Now is the time to jump ahead, have this debut solo album. She's 39 years old, but now the time is right. And it's more than just the timing being right. She has also rediscovered her faith. It is time to jump ahead. And of course, now she says that she has full creative control. It's no longer being at the whim of whatever was popular at the time. She can create music that she truly feels is important. Now, McGill does say that she hopes Unbreakable will be able to inspire and encourage others because there's an element in every song that reminds us that we're not just battling things alone. As she puts it, so many of us put borders on ourselves. And I think for women especially, there's an idea that you're past your expiration date at a certain age, but that's not the case. You can put aside old hurts, old mistakes, and come out thriving and, of course, moving forward. Now, the album includes production from Grammy Award winner Jeff Savage, as well as Michael Whitaker and McGill's husband, Jeff Bohannon. Now, this is getting debuted in August, so now you can look forward to it. And of course, check out our official website at jennifermcgill.com or unbreakableproject.com. Now, moving along here, we are talking about going to the parks and attending the parks, right? 2,000 days consecutively, I would love to do that. But what parks are the best parks to pretty much visit? How about TripAdvisor Travelers has the Choice Awards Showcase for the best amusement parks and water parks throughout the entire world. Yes, TripAdvisor, the travel site that helps you find the latest reviews and lowest prices, announced this last week many of its winners of the Traveler's Choice Awards for amusement parks and water parks. Now, award winners were determined using an algorithm that took into account the quantity and quality of reviews and ratings for amusement parks and water parks worldwide, gathering over a 12-month period. Now, the Traveler's Choice Award-winning parks delivered thrill-filled excitement, splashy entertainment, and more. Now, the best part of this is that now people can discover all new rides, new attractions, and of course, all kinds of fun things. Now, there are some repeat favorites as well. Now, time for the drum roll. No, it isn't Disney. For the third year in a row, Universal's Islands of Adventure in Orlando is the world's number one for amusement parks. Yes, the park is comprised of eight individually themed islands. Now, Universal's Islands of Adventure once again took the crown in that number one spot. Now, you're wondering, all right, well, Disney has to be second then. They're not. Discovery Cove in Orlando, Florida is second. Yes, Discovery Cove's all-day, all-inclusive experience offers relaxation, adventure, and exploration in an ocean paradise. Now, this is number two. Now we finally get to number three. Yes, number three is none other than the Magic Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yes, Magic Kingdom finally tops in at number three. Now, I know some of us are biased, feel it should be number one. Magic Kingdom's at number three. Moving forward here, though, Universal is taking a lot of good spots. Number four, you have Universal Studios Hollywood. Number five, you have Universal Studios Florida. And then number six, you have Epcot. Yes, everybody loves Epcot, the world of tomorrow, Spaceship Earth, and of course, all the different great festivals that they have. Following Epcot is number seven with Disney's Animal Kingdom. 
Right now, that one is probably going to propel a little bit higher for next year, just because you do have Pandora, the world of Avatar, and all of those things that have recently come to light and opened up for all the guests. In number eight, you have SeaWorld Orlando. In number nine, you have Disney's California Adventure Park. And in number 10, you have Disneyland. Yes, the happiest place on earth, Disneyland, comes in at 10. Now, when you're thinking of water parks in the United States, Disney does take the prize there. Typhoon Lagoon at 1, Aquatica Orlando at number 2, Disney's Blizzard Beach at number 3, Holiday World and Splash and Safari is number 4, Water Country USA number 5, Noah's Ark Water Park, which is right here in Wisconsin along with me, is next up, then you have Splash Lagoon Indoor Water Park and Resort, then you have Maury's Piers and Beachfront Water Parks, Waldemir Park and Water World, and finally rounding it all out at Water World. Now there are some other lists here, including water parks in the world, amusement parks throughout the entire world, and more. So a lot of great lists, but TripAdvisor has put together this list, and Disney is in the mix, but Universal has been taking many of the top crowns here this year. Now moving back to the small screen here, let's get into Villain Kids, yes, and Descendants 2, coming to DVD on August 15th. Yes, the highly anticipated sequel to Disney Channel's movie Descendants is deepening the story with this music-driven sequel just like its predecessor. Now the famous villains, of course, are going to be back. We have new villains, of course, with the daughter of Ursula and many others. Now if you're looking to get your hands on a DVD after it gets released, yes, you can do that on August 15th. So now you can set your sights pre-order and get ready for Descendants 2 to come to DVD on August 15th and also beginning this month you can visit DisneyMovieRewards.com and enter to win a Disney Channel 5 movie collection including Descendants and Descendants 2. Now Descendants 2 once again is directed by Kenny Ortega who did High School Musical franchise and many others. Now the executive producers Kenny Ortega as well as many others that are involved with this. Now the cast once again is going to be Dove Cameron Cameron Boyce, Sophia Carson, Boo Boo Stewart, Mitchell Hope, China Ann McLean, Thompson Dory, Brenna D'Amico, Anna Cathart, as well as many others, including Keegan Conn and Tracy, Dan Payne, and more. So you can get ready to watch The Descendants coming at the end of this month, and of course get your hands on the DVD on August 15th. Now, moving along here, how about all of you gamers out there? Let's get into the games for all of you gamers. And I don't have too much on this one, but it's one that you can get excited for. And how about Marvel Heroes Omega, now live on Xbox One and PlayStation 4? Yes, Gazillion is proud to announce the first free-to-play Marvel game to consoles with the launch of Marvel Heroes Omega from Microsoft's Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Now, the company also successfully transitioned Marvel Heroes Omega out of a 4.5 to 5-star player-rated open beta testing to be on PlayStation 4 as well. Now, over 1 million players jumped right into the Marvel Universe and battled the forces of evil, leveling up and earning loot along the way. Now, Marvel Heroes Omega combines the core gameplay of action role-playing games and MMOs with an expansive library of heroes from the Marvel Universe. Now, you can take on a role of your favorite characters, including Spider-Man, Iron Man, the Avengers, the Defenders, the X-Men, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and many others. Now, there's thousands, as they put it, of hours of character progression with over 100 costumes and an ever-growing roster of playable heroes. Now, Marvel Heroes Omega comes jam-packed with all kinds of replay value, so you're not going to get bored too easily. Like I said, that's all I have on this, but Marvel Heroes Omega is now on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Now, also coming out here this week, another acquisition from Disney, and of course, Star Wars, and let's talk about Disney and Lucasfilm releasing the first Star Wars Forces of Destiny episode. 
Yes, announced earlier this year at Star Wars Celebration, the latest series in the Star Wars animated universe is Star Wars Forces of Destiny, which focuses on the female heroes from a galaxy far, far away. Now, the first installment, Sands of Jakku, is now available to be viewed on YouTube and the Disney websites. Now, one of the interesting elements about the new series is that it embraces a more traditional-looking 2D animation style, which I love. Not the 3D animation style that everybody has seen with Rebels, Clone Wars, and all those. Now, also making it exciting is Daisy Ridley, Felicity Jones, and Ashley Eckstein are all going to be reprising many of their roles, like Rey, Jin Erso, and Ahsoka Tano. Now, the project is aimed to showcase the everyday heroism that these characters demonstrate in hopes of inspiring an all-new young audience down the path with many challenges that they have in their own lives. Now, this is brand new, just got released, The Forces of Destiny. They're great, and they're short. They're only about three to five minutes long. So they're short, they're quick, you show it to everybody, boom, you're done. It is definitely one of those things that just makes it fun, unique, interesting, and of course, keep Star Wars in your homes. If you want to find out more about it, definitely search it on YouTube or the Disney websites, Star Wars Forces of Destiny. That first episode is live. Now, since we are talking about television, well, in a way with YouTube and that, how about Disney Channel Stuck in the Middle? Welcome to guest star Lori Hernandez this last week. Yes, Olympic gymnast Lori Hernandez has always wanted to break into acting, and now her second dream, a side of gymnastics, came true as she was the special guest on Disney Channel's popular show, Stuck in the Middle. Now, the episode aired this last week, and it will re-air over the next couple weeks, so you can set your DVR accordingly. And the name of it, just in case you are looking to do that, is called Stuck in a Gold Medal Performance. Now, this is a fun episode. I had a chance to catch it, of course, with my daughter being a gymnast. It's one of those uh, episodes that was fun. It was unique. And, of course, they got to make their rounds. I mean, it's kind of like when I was growing up and Mary Lou Retton was appearing everywhere. So, it's one of those things. Now, there is a ton of news. And I've been talking for a long time here already. There is more news hot off the D-Wire that I didn't even touch base upon with Ashley Tisdale and Debbie Ryan doing a cover of a Destiny Child song or a soccer legend joining a Disney television show as well as Spider-Man's origin is up again with the first of six Disney XD animated shorts all about Spider-Man. But I'm going to wrap things up here with news. I have been going on and on and on for, like I said, the last 20 minutes to a half hour. So you know what? I'm going to release the reins here to the D-Team because you have the questions, he has the answers, and Aaron is going to answer all your questions and I want to know. We also have Dominic stopping in with tips and tricks for you. We have Paige with music for your ears, Randy with multimedia, and of course, we are gearing up for some fun, some hijinks, some Hawaiian fun, as we have Monica Lacey from The Parent Trap 3, The Parent Trap 4 Hawaiian Honeymoon, and more stopping in here as well. So before I release the reins here to the D-Team, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, tickets, and more, treat you like family and walk you through that process. They also have bilingual experts for any language barriers, so you can still have the most magical vacation that you could possibly plan. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, it is out of the way. I'm going to put it out there again. Visit our all-new DizRadio.com website. I'm going to release the reins here to the D-team, and when I come back, I'm going to have none other than one of the triplets. Yes, Monica Lacey stopping in here very shortly. Take it away, team, and I will be right back, all of you D-heads. I see what's happening, yeah. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable <laughs> Well it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathing in 
so well-known to Disney fans is Haley Mills. From her first film, Pollyanna, to the Disney Channel film, Parent Trap 2, her career with Disney has spanned 29 years and includes eight feature films. Oh? Now, following the resounding success of Parent Trap 2, Haley Mills has just completed shooting the third film in this popular series. Scheduled to premiere on NBC's The Magical World of Disney, this coming Sunday, Parent Trap 3 is a continuation of the Parent Trap story, this time centering around Susan, the California twin. She's an independent woman pursuing her career as an interior decorator and really enjoying it and is actually quite happy in this unmarried state. <laughs> Playing dual roles has both advantages and disadvantages, as Haley Mills learned during the production of Parent Trap 1. It was such fun, ramming the custard pies in the face. And then I'd have to play the other part and get a custard pie rammed in my face. <laughs> and I think, I wish I hadn't done that. Why did I do that? <laughs> and as one might imagine, playing against yourself presents certain technical difficulties for an actress as well. You shoot one side of the screen first, and then you change clothes, change hair, and then you shoot the other side. But a veteran like Haley Mills makes it look deceptively easy. I didn't do anything, really. So Disney Channel Haley Mills fans who have followed Susan and Sharon from their teenage years through parenthood will want to be sure to tune into the magical world of Disney this Sunday evening as it presents the world premiere of Parent Trap 3. Hi, this is Robbie Risk. 
the voice of Stuffy on Doc McStuffins, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Yay! Those tracks off the port side lead to Big Thunder Mountain, where gold was found a few years back. Indian legends say that evil spirits haunt the area. Well, the miners are starting to believe that, what with all the runaway trains that have been hurtling down the mountain lately. Speaking of trains, well, there's one that's run into a pile of trouble. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's a wildest ride in the wilderness. There's a frightened, trembling man His body's weak and feeble And his skin has lost its tan When I asked him for a ticket He turned and shook his head He grabbed me by the shoulder And this is what he said Before you get on board this train There's something you should know When I finish with this tale You might not want to go I listened with amazement That what he said was true And now, my friend, the time has come To tell this tale to you Hear the legend of Thunder Mountain. If you eat a pot and stay away from the Thunder Mountain Railroad, Thunder Mountain Railroad. The legend has it on one foggy night in June The train and crew pulled out at well beneath the darkened moon The boiler full of water and the tinder full of coal The whistle screamed the warning as the wheels began to roll Then like a bugging bronco with a cougar on its back The train began to run away a miles and miles of track What happened to the crew that night no one has ever learned The train pulled in all by itself the men did not return. To the legend of Thunder Mountain, if you eat a pot to stay away, from the Thunder Mountain Railroad, Thunder Mountain Railroad ran away. Thunder continues to unfold. The stories of its danger continue to be told. Avalanches and rattlesnakes and earthquakes in the night. And voices of that phantom crew that chill your run for So please forgive me, mister, if I'm standing in your way. But before you buy your ticket, there's one thing I have to say. Hear the for the hold-up, folks. There seems to be a slow-moving train up ahead, so we gotta sit here for a spell. You just remain seated, and we'll be right with you. 
have questions we have answers let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in i want to know hey d heads this is aaron and it's time again for another installment of i want to know hope all the dads out there had a wonderful father's day i know i did well the virtual mailbag is full so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week our first question is from an uncredited d head and they write Aaron, in listening to you for a few years, you tend to answer many of my questions. But I have a question about Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. I have been going on the ride for years, but was curious about how different it is from the opening day of the attraction. Also, someone once told me there was a Big Thunder Mountain song. What the heck are they talking about? And finally, I swear I hear the Apple Dumpling Gang when in the queue. Thank you for any help, Aaron and the DT. Well, this is still one of my favorite rides, and it always has been. As far as the ride itself, it hasn't really changed since opening day. On January 9th, 2012, Big Thunder Mountain was closed for a major refurbishment. During the refurbishment, every single piece of track was redone, and the entire attraction was repainted. Also, many of the attraction's special effects that had become non-operational were fixed. In March 2013, Big Thunder Mountain received a new interactive queue and a new backstory. And you are correct about a song. It is called The Ballad of Big Thunder Mountain. It was on the Disney Forever CDs that were in the park in the late 1990s. You can listen to it on YouTube, though. And as far as the Apple Dumpling Gang, there's a sign with the pictures of Don Knotts and Tim Conway, and it reads, Be on the lookout for these two, claiming to be metallurgist. Fouled up our whole operation and took off with 10 pounds of lead. Complete incompetence. Now, one of the songs in the music loop was also in the Apple Dumpling Gang, so maybe that's what you're hearing when you're in the queue. Well, our next question is from Alicia Flagstaff from Indiana, and she writes, Is radio straight to the point? I am a twin, and of course just adore the Parent Trap films, both Haley Mills and the Lohan versions. I also discovered a sequel from the 80s. I was told that there were also two more. What were these? I would love to get my hands on it. Who starred in it? When did it air? Everything. You are awesome, and I figured if anyone would know this, it would be you all. Well, we all love the original with Haley Mills, who was our special guest all the way back on show 16. The Parent Trap 2 is a television film that aired on July 26, 1986 on the Disney Channel. The film is a continuation on the Walt Disney film The Parent Trap. The Parent Trap 2 is filmed... 25 years after the original film. The only actor who returned from the original film, Haley Mills, continues to portray the twins, Sharon and Susan. The Parent Trap 2 focuses 
on Sharon's daughter Nikki, who tries to set up her mother with her best friend's father, portrayed by Tom Skerritt. The Parent Trap 2 was such a success for the Disney Channel that it spawned another made-for-television sequel, Parent Trap 3, in 1989. Haley Mills again reprises her role as twins Susan and Sharon, with Barry Bostwick as the father of triplet girls played by the Creole triplets, and Patricia Richardson as his snobbish girlfriend. Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon, released in 1989, is the final sequel, with Haley Mills again reprising her role as Susan and Sharon, now both married. Also returning from Parent Trap 3 is Barry Bostwick and the Creole triplets, Joy, Leanna, and Monica. Of course, Monica is our special guest this week, and Leanna Creel was our special guest on show 71. Then in 1998, we had the remake with Lindsay Lohan. Well, unfortunately, finding Parent Trap 3 and 4 might be difficult since they never officially released it on DVD. However, it looks like both movies are available in their entirety to watch on YouTube. Our final question this week is from Hannah Johnson of Idaho, and she writes, Disney On Demand and Aaron of the DT. I have a question about the Alani Resort. I love tiki culture and all exotica. As I will most likely never get there, I feel your pain there. And I recently saw a post that they had an official CD for it. Can you tell me more about it? Thank you so very much. Well, the CD is called Alani, Music of Maka'ala. The album is a little over 42 minutes. And just so I don't butcher the beautiful Hawaiian language, I will refrain from trying to list the songs. You can get the MP3 album on Amazon Music for a very reasonable $5.99. It's the music played in the lobby, and from the reviews, everyone loves it. I think I need to check it out, too. I too love the Hawaiian culture. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for a great question and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. <laughs> Kala lokai, kala lokai, ea ho ia ke kai ho ho pili di mai. Maka hakai e pa ahana, maka la zela e anai, ea ho ia kala namale kala lokai. A oli no nai a a pauholo i kana lupohi, meha meha nai a hale. Kaumaha ika no ho pola Tati maoli ia ia He ho pena ino no Ke no loli kaluna hana 
Disney Imagineering. Today we're here recording the music for the Alani Resort. We made the choice to create original recordings for Alani because the unique nature of what Disney was creating with our partners in Hawaii, we felt it was important. We're here today with Kaylee Reichel and Mark Mancina. Kaylee Reichel is a singer-songwriter from the island of Maui. We knew we needed to find a singer-songwriter, but also someone who was fluent as a practitioner in the Hawaiian arts. Mark's best known for his work on Brother Bear and Tarzan and brings a cinematic quality to the music. We felt Mark would be an excellent choice as a partner uh, to Kaylee on uh, the Alani Resort. The goal has been to create an atmosphere at the Alani that's going to bring back ancient Hawaiian tradition without it being too imposing on the fact that this is a resort where people are coming to relax and, and enjoy themselves. everyone, this is Dominic and welcome to another edition of Disney Short Leash. If you're new to the segment, a short leash isn't something that is something that is something. Hey, if I have to do two in one night, I'm out of these short leash isn't ideas. No, a short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they're short on time or short on money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. This week, we're doing our second in-depth Hobo Day. As a matter of fact, it was our first Hobo Day, and we're doing a full recap. 
Hobo Day revolves around the concept being that don't pay for park time you can't use. And since traveling into Orlando gets in the way of being at the parks when they open, we don't even bother buying tickets. We try to take advantage of as many resort amenities as possible, without necessarily staying at any one of them. Last segment, which I recorded two minutes ago and is airing a week later, I talked in detail about our Hobo Day on a short leash trip around Christmas time. This time we'll go in depth with our first Hobo Day during a 10-day summer trip. One of the beauties of Hobo Day is it isn't trip length dependent. You can enjoy your day of relatively free vagrancy on any of your travel days, regardless if your trip is long or short. On this occasion, we drove from the first state after a 16 to 18 hour drive, barely broken up by a short respite, at which can only be described as a stand-in for the Bates Motel or the next installment of Hostel. Because we split up the drive at a stop at the Notel Motel, we arrived at Disney World later in the afternoon. We checked in off property and promptly left there to squat at some of the Disney resorts. It's been a while, but I believe we parked at the Boardwalk Resort back when you can do such a thing with little hassle. We took a trip through the lobby to visit the miniature version of Lucy the Elephant, Margate, New Jersey represent. Also on our hit list was visiting the Boardwalk's gallery to see if anyone had bought the hot rod painted shark carcass posing as art since the last time we were there. No one had. On our boardwalk stroll, we checked out some street entertainment and got some food, which involved everyone splitting up and grabbing their choice of snacks slash meals from the various stores and vendors. Walking around to the Yacht and Beach Club, we checked out the large pirate ship and relaxed on the sand watching some Disney cartoons that they were playing on a screen on the beach. I don't remember much after that. The next thing I remember is my wife waking me up to the credits of Lilo and Stitch. Back in the car we went, and somehow we got to the Polynesian Resort. I don't remember if we parked there or monorailed it from the Transportation Ticket Center. Since the parking rules were much more lax at the time, I imagine we parked at the hotel. What I do recall is this was the first time my wife had ever been there. She instantly fell in love with the Polynesian Resort. After walking around and checking out the restaurants, we made it a point to book Captain Cook's as one of our stops for lunch as a way to break up a day at the Magic Kingdom later in the trip. After our walkabout, and that one's for the Aussies in the audience, we jumped onto the monorail and traveled to the Contemporary Resort. The Contemporary is the hotel I remember the most from my childhood. The whole super train from the future that cut right through the middle of it was the coolest thing ever, and still is, by the way. We tend to prefer the menus, and certainly prefer the speed and value of the counter-service restaurants, so for dinner we bypassed Chef Mickey in favor of the Contempo Cafe. As much maligned as the pizza at Disney tends to be reviewed, I remember I had a tasty barbecue chicken flatbread with coleslaw there. Or was it barbecue pork? It was barbecue something, and it was awesome. We were able to get our magic bands activated there. I watched some more movies with the kids as my wife navigated that process. Apparently, she was competing for the attention of the hot customer service guy as they were being interrupted by a pack of alpha cougars attempting to find a way to his place at Vista Way. After escaping the middle-aged leopard print posse, we took a stroll to the dock where we could see the fireworks from Wishes. While we were waiting, we were visited by Peter Pan and a cast member, and they refused to let our children get autographs because Pan was in a hurry to get on a boat for a private party. This was disconcerting, not for the fact that we got big time by Peter Pan, and he wouldn't give us an autograph. After all, this wasn't a character meet-and-greet spot, and I wasn't expecting to be able to get through his bouncer. What was more intriguing was the fact that you can actually rent out a character for a private party, which leads to the second part and a big red flag, which was someone decided to rent out Peter Pan. Who calls and said, can I please have the forever little boy for my private party? I'm just going to let that one sit there for a while. Not too much later, the spectacular cheesy, and I mean that in the most complimentary of ways, electric water pageant floated by. This thing is just my kind of hokey. I absolutely love it. If you haven't checked it out, find it. It's worth every minute. At this point, it was pretty late, so we were going to pack it in for the day. 
This travel day resort hopping has become a tradition for our family now, because, as I said last time, not paying for time in the parks that you won't use, well, that's shortleash people. I hope you enjoyed the tip. If you want to see a cartoon version of us getting big time by Peter Pan and the middle-aged cougars, check it out on WDW Plantoons on iTunes and YouTube. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at dominic at disradio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at disradio.com. I can also be found on the internet on Twitter at WDW Plantoons, or on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting plantoons.com. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. As a Disney Resort guest, transportation to and from the Disney Fun is complimentary, day and night. Check your transportation guide for information, and remember to allow enough time to get where you're going. The carburetor got hot and the engine is vapor locked. It's gonna need some time to cool.
Hey, uh, there was a beach down the way. You want to go, uh... So how come your mother tells everybody you're an artist and not an engineer? One guess. She wants you to be an artist and not an engineer. Bingo. You know, that's kind of like my dad and me. I mean, we get along okay and everything. It's just that... I don't think he really gets me, you know? I'm like the family weirdo. Yeah, me too. I'm the only child. How about you? I've got two sisters. Older or younger? One's a little older and one's a little younger. Well, so? Two family weirdos finally meet? This could be dangerous. Lights. Camera. Action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest! Alright all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio's Diz Radio Show. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones that you see on television, the big screen, many other things, those moments in time that really take you back to these essence and times growing up. And with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to any of that. You know her from a variety of different things, from Growing Pains as well as The Parent Trap 3, The Parent Trap 4, Hawaiian Honeymoon, and many other things. We have none other than Monica Lacey here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I love Disney. <laughs> it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, you know, you have played such a role in so many people's lives growing up and passing it down to generations as I've passed on some of these classics down to my children as well. And of course, you have new things going on. But I guess to start off, like I still like to start off with everybody, is what got you started into acting, entertainment, and this as an industry? Well, um, good question, because I lived in Orange County, and I didn't know anybody really in the business. Of, of, I didn't even know this was a career. I didn't have a clue. Of course, we loved watching The Parent Trap when we were young, the original with Haley Mills, and that was our favorite movie because we're triplets. Um, and then we had a friend who had an, knew an agent, and so he said, oh, I'd like to introduce you to my agent. And so we, my mom drove us up to the agent we met, and then... We went on one audition, and we booked it. It was a commercial, and we did that, and we thought, oh, that's great. That'll be all we ever do. And then a couple months later, we got a call for from Disney that they were hiring. Um, they wanted twins, and then they met us, and they decided, wait, let's rewrite it for triplets. So we kind of got – and we did a few jobs in between them writing it and us being in it, but it was a really kind of an easy transition into the business. I know that most people – it's not that easy. <laughs> so we got we got the show kind of written for us, and it was it was great, and it was it was great because we got during that time we got to go to all the acting classes we wanted, and we just really kind of learned about it, and then it just kind of was a roll kept rolling from there. Well, you know, and like you said, it's one of those things where they went ahead and kind of rewrote this role just for you three. Now, with that being fans of the original, and now of course, you know, landing that, were you just taken back? Like, I get to work with Haley Mills, and we're going to be on. You know, that was the golden age of Disney's wonderful world of Disney and those Sunday night movies. Uh, were you just super ecstatic to you know be working with Haley Mills at that time? Oh my gosh, yes, she was because we'd seen all her movies like Pollyanna and all the Disney movies and. We watched the Sunday night, you know, movies every night on Disney, on Sunday nights. And so, of course, when we found out that ours was going to air like that, we were, we just couldn't believe it. It was just almost beyond our comprehension because I didn't know any other actors, really. We had that one friend 
guy friend who did um, – we had that one friend who did commercials and things like that, but we didn't know anybody, and, and so it was it was really exciting to meet her, and, and just it was – and she's so similar, even though she was older and an adult, she's so similar to the way her same essence that she was as that charming little girl in those movies. So it was just a thrill a minute for her. I mean, she was like our hero growing up. And so and she was darling and wonderful. I think I was almost too naive on the set to even know how much, like, things cost around there, how much, you know, it was on the line. I was just having fun. So it was really carefree. Well, you know, and filming something like this, too, it had to be fun just because you were there with your siblings and your sisters and just, uh, you know, was was there just a lot of fun on the set and laid back and, you know, just kind of hanging out as well? Yes, and it's funny because, you know, we didn't really understand how much work it is, and <laughs> we realized we were, it, it was so good that we had each other. So you're just going through it, and every good thing that happened, we had each other to share that good thing. So it makes it more special, and they were, you know, always with us. And then, we, of course, when we filmed the one in Hawaii, a Hawaiian honeymoon, we got to fly to Hawaii. We'd never been to Hawaii, and that we would have been kind of lonely, but we had each other, and and it was just, it's so fun to discover things. And I would, even when my scene wasn't up, I would still go and watch my sisters film their scenes. And we were just so involved in each other's lives. And it just makes it more fun to share all those good experiences. And it was just, it was a good dream come true that we didn't even know was our dream. <laughs> it was really good. Well, you know, and making these films, too, because like I said, that was that golden age of, uh, you know, the wonderful world of Disney, those Sunday night movies, you know, things like that. I guess um, when the film finally wrapped up, uh, you know, did you guys and your family, did you sit down, you had the, the popcorn, and then you, you had that intro for the Sunday night movie, and here's your movie, where you guys just like, wow, th- this is it. We are now part of the Disney pantheon of uh, uh, films that always get passed on, no matter what they are. I would say it was just surreal to watch ourselves on TV. And I remember we did a few, whenever we did press or, or Disney events, that was when it really hit us because Michael Eisner, who was the chair of Disney, he would come over and he knew who we were. And then we got to meet people like, um, oh, we, we did, we would film these Disney, uh, like interstitials. So one time we worked with Betty White and we worked with Dick Van Dyke on some, a Disney special where we got to film little blurbs. And so we got to meet all these great people. And it was just, it's great because we were so Disney anyway. We loved every Disney movie. We were complete devotees to the whole thing. So it was like getting to uh, take part and be a part of this world that we already were huge fans of. Um, and just meeting, we got, like I said, we got to meet so many, so many fun people and, and work with so many fun people through the Disney. And Disney has lots of screenings. They would have big things for their movies. I think it was, around the times. I think we went to the the premiere of several of their animated movies. I think that um what's the one with the fish? Why am I blank? <laughs> with Dory and uh what's that movie with Dory and the Fish? Yeah, it's Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. I think that one Oh no Little Mermaid, I think Little Mermaid premiered during that time. We loved it. Like we ate it up. And it was just so fun. We I just and I learned so much about everything. Barry Bostwick played our dad and he was you know, he comes from Broadway, and he's he's a great dancer, and he taught us a lot about comedy, just watching him and just watching how those two kind of consummate professionals with Haley as well and Patricia Richardson in the first one, she played our stepmom, watching how they worked and what their process was and how they treated the crew and how they behaved and rehearsed. And I just we learned so much, so much. It was just invaluable. 
Well, and like you said, you you guys were part of so many different things too. You know, even the the grand opening of at the time MGM Studios and so many different things like that. Now, I guess you know with these films and being part of these films. Now, the one thing is they really get passed on to generations. I mean, they really do. No matter what they are, I've shown them to my children, and they still, you know, of course, it's very late '80s but they're still fun to watch. Now, do you ever find yourself going back and seeing these films at any time and you're just like either self-critical or it brings back this moment in time that just really is a fond memory, kind of like a live photo album? It is. It really is. It's a live photo. I can't believe, like I listened to it and all of our voices are so high because we were 18. (laughs) And um, it's fun to see it. My daughter, I remember when my son and daughter watched it, they were probably six or seven. And I think it took a while for them to realize that was me. Because it was so beyond, you know, they know me as a mom, not as, like, a kid. And they, they got such a kick out of it. And you realize the same things that make those movies great are what, what made our movie and movies in the past. They always have a heart. They always have some humor. They always have some sort of vague moral. And they're always just lots of fun and good, clean fun. So I still am really proud of it. I mean, I see pieces of it, and I go, oh, wow, I remember – it's almost like I remember the whole life when I see the the video. Um, and it's fun. I have tons and tons of good, fond memories of that. Definitely. You know, I guess with that, too, you know, being triplets, and I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, did you ever play any tricks on the set or anybody that couldn't tell you guys apart? Well, I think we – it was easy when we were filming because we had – we had totally different wardrobes, and so I think most people just judged us by what we were wearing. <laughs> like, I was the one who always had my hair half up, half down, and I wore, I was supposed to be the kind of goody-two-shoes girly one who was kind of younger, and so I wore, like, lots of flowers and pink and more feminine, and Leanna was supposed to be the rebel. She was playing Lisa, and so she had all wild clothes, and her hair was always really big and wild, and Joy always had a ponytail, and she wore glasses, and she was kind of the, this nerdy smart one, quiet, more introspective. So I think people told us apart that way, but several times we were able to be each other's stand-in because sometimes, like, if Leanna had to say a line and Joy wasn't there, I would just sit next to I would be Joy, and they would pick, you know, because no one would know the difference. I just put on the same outfit. And <laughs> so we definitely did that a couple times, which was very weird and fun. Um, and I think that a lot of it, a lot of the shows would kind of be, they're the plot based on us kind of switching up on boys and it was kind of true I mean like the theme in the Hawaii one was the boy falls in love with the shy girl but he thinks it's really Lisa but it's really Megan and that's kind of it it almost hits too close to home for us because we were starting to date and have boyfriends and we were just obsessed with well do they really like me or do they really like my sister and it was you know there's all those insecurities and and so I think that part kind of almost hit too close to home. <laughs> well, you know, and with that too, you know, with something like that, like you said, do they really like me or my sister? Things like that. Now, with that comes, um, you know, all of all three of you got really widely known at that time. Now, was it were you taken back at that point where all right now you're going out in public and everyone's like, you know, kind of hounding you, mobbing you, know who you are? Uh, was that just kind of overwhelming? Where you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect everybody to know us this much off of these movies? I think, yes, it's very weird to be in Texas and have the movie theater ticket guy go, hey, you're one of the triplets. That was very weird because I, I, I would think, wait, how do you know? How do people know? Um, we were The one thing that made it a little less weird for us, I think, is because being identical triplets, we already were stared at all the time because anywhere we went, people would ask us, are you guys triplets? Oh, my gosh, I've never met triplets. So we kind of already 
got a lot of attention, you know, unearned, (laughs) I guess. So it just kind of multiplied with this. And so it wasn't completely out of the dark. Like, it, it would have been more if we were, if I wasn't a triplet and suddenly, I think it would have been a bigger transition. But it still blows me away. Now it's my kids' babysitters that know who I am and their teachers. They're our fans. We have this, we still have that loyal kind of, the kids are kind of grown up and now they're having their own families and they're still fans of that, of the show. And I think it's because it hit a, a special time in their lives too. And it resonated with them the same way as it did with us. I mean, honestly, I could watch it and enjoy it as a fan almost watching it. Well, definitely. And like you said, you know, many people have grown up with that. I mean, I myself am comparable in age as you. And, you know, I have my own kids, four kids, and I've shown them these films now. Like, you got to sit down. You got to watch these. You know, they're they're really fun. And, you know, it's just one of those things, like you said, where it's a moment in time for everybody. And now they're creating these moments in time, sharing them with their children and their families. Now, I guess with that, um, you know, you did a lot of other things as well. You know, everything from Party of Five to, you know, being on Seinfeld, of course, which everybody knows that episode with Kramer, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so many different things. And of course, recently, The Kicks. Now, you know, being part of a soccer TV show, um, are you truly a, a full-out soccer mom as well? Yes. that Shooting that show was, I, I had huge flashbacks to when I was shooting Parent Trap because it was a family show, only now instead of the kid, I was the mom. <laughs> so that was kind of trippy. That was really, that was funny. And, and it felt very similar in many ways. But it's so true to my life. I have two kids that are around that same age as those kids, and and my son is kind of the similar to, the, to Bailey on the show, and, and my daughter, I mean, I, I got along really well with six, and it just, it was very much my real life. It was it was weird, and she's trying to get jobs, She's because we moved from the East Coast to California, and she's starting to try to get another job as an event planner, and that felt so similar to me just starting back to acting, because I took a little bit of a break from theatrical acting, and I was getting back into it, and it just felt so similar, and this was so easy for me to talk to the kids and and do, you know, that stuff. I don't have to go, wait, is this appropriate? I already know, because I'm around kids all day long, and I, my kids, (laughs) my daughter plays volleyball, but it's the same intensity as soccer, (laughs) and, um, you know, so, and I play soccer as a kid, so I I totally know the game, and and, uh, so it's just, it's, it feels very, it was like my real life. It, it was just bizarre how easy it was to play. Well, you know, and like you said, with that, it's the kind of thing where now you're the parent, uh, you know, totally reversal of roles. But of course, like you said, it came naturally being a parent. Now, looking back at everything you've been part of, all these different television shows and movies and, and whatnot, is there any one moment where if you were going to sit down, write your memoirs or tell a fun story to your children of some something that happened on either a set or filming something, that one moment where you're like, I'm never going to forget that. Do you have a moment like that? Oh boy. Um, you know, I think it was the 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 craziest story is is during our parent chat days. My mom said, "Oh, you're going to interview on Johnny Carson," and I said, "Well, who's Johnny Carson?" And I had no idea, and she goes, "Oh, he's a really big deal." And so at school that day or whatever, all my friends were like, "Johnny Carson, John, that's huge, that's Johnny Carson," and I got so nervous I lost my voice. So we get to the green room, and and they said um, somebody was going on right ahead of us. It was either Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was going ahead of us. Well, he was supposed to go after us. Somebody big was supposed to go after us. Anyways, we went out on the stage, and he interviewed us, and I could see. I looked out to the people in the audience, and I recognized him because, of course, I watched Johnny Carson and started realizing who he was. And that just that that was a moment I'll never forget. He was such a good interviewer, 
and it was after, when I let, when I went into the green room, I, I said, this feels so natural. I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do it again and again. And I feel like this is, <laughs> it just, it felt great. And it, but and my voice came back in, in, by the way, just in time. And it was, just, it's just really fun. It was, it was when I realized, wow, this is a thing. This is a big, big deal. Big, big deal. Well, definitely. And, you know, and Johnny Carson was iconic. And, you know, he was one of those guys that's going to go down in television history. And, you know, and you had a moment to participate with somebody of that kind of stature. Now, I guess, you know, with many of these different things, uh, you know, and, and all these kind of, I guess, fun things that happened and uh, different things you filmed. Now, if they were ever to approach you and said, all right, we're not going to reboot it. We're going to do a Parent Trap 5. But now it's all of your kids because I could only imagine – have three triplets, and all of you have your own set of twins. Would you Would you be up for something like that? Absolutely, and I know my sisters would too. Absolutely, because it's it's so great. It was such a it's such a great experience. Anytime that you get to be cast on a show, it's like a it's something you everybody does not. I mean, hopefully you don't take it for granted because you don't often get to play the star and be the lead in a show. And when you do, so I've had my ups and then downs and ups again. So I can really appreciate that. And second, I would love to do it because I love the concept of it's just a general family concept everybody relates to, getting parents together, playing hijinks, siblings. Plus, I would have my sisters on the set, which which is just invaluable time spent together. I mean, how many times can you say you – it's like going on vacation with somebody to a great place, but we also made something that stands back at, and it was just, you know, and we're learning something. It was like learning – it was like going to a university at the same time you were in this – fabulous new place it was just it was just a wonderful place and disney is such a great place to be a part of and i'm completely proud and i do think there's something special about disney product that is family and fair family fair and i wish there was more of it well you know and and like you said there's something about it where it's family it's friendly and it's something that you can sit down and you know you truly don't appreciate it until you're a parent yourself being able to sit down and watch something. I know that I can watch these films with my children and I don't have to worry about anything bad happening. And no, you can enjoy it yourself. You're not grinding your teeth and wishing you could walk out of the room. Because some of these, you realize a lot of kids programming, the mom and dad either aren't there, they're just not shown, or they um, are kind of the butt of the joke. And so it's instead of being really kind of there, you know, your parents are kind of there and they help you make decisions, but you're on your own a lot too. And and all that stuff is it's great to be able to watch something together and actually be able to enjoy both people both generations enjoy it. Well definitely, you know, and that makes me think now in, instead of doing a, a sequel, they should have a parent trap T V show with all three of you with your own kids and just I could imagine the endless hijinks that could happen every week. Oh yeah. Well we always said if the tr- three of us as identical triplets, if we were to marry identical triplet guys, our kids would be kind of like half siblings. <laughs> they would have the same DNA strip. So they would be identical triplets as well because they would have the same DNA strip from the mom and from the dad. So I go, would they be, they would be siblings as well as cousins. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't even, it's just bizarre to think about. <laughs> right. That's something that's, you sit back and you're just like, all right, and I need a moment to process that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I've been thinking about it my whole life. But uh, yeah, they would be, um, they would be genetically the same material. They'd genetically be twins or triplets. Our offspring. Well, 
Well, you know, we know you're busy, have a lot of different things going on and whatnot, but I guess in wrapping up here and closing things out, so many different things you've been part of. Married with Children, like I said, you know, Dead at 21, Party of Five, so many different shows. Of course, Parent Trap 3, Parent Trap 4. I guess for all of your fans tuning in, because these fans still exist, they are out there, people still love it, they talk about these shows because these are the kind of shows and movies that people are waiting for to come out digitally so they can watch them again, relive them again. Is there anything that you would like to leave out there for all of your fans tuning in of all of your work? Well, I just really appreciate all the fans and that they appreciate it. And I'm so happy that the kicks I think is the second most thing I'm proud of after the Disney movies. Um, I'm super proud of the kicks. And I also am the, the host and spokesperson for AutoNation. And I get to travel all over the country doing that. And so you'll see my face popping up, the face of AutoNation. And, um, they support they they change their corporate colors to pink in support of breast cancer and that is awesome because in some ways I'm also supporting one of my favorite causes as well as my job filming all these commercials with them and um, I'm just super proud and thank you to everybody who loves Disney I'm a fan right next to you so thank you well it was our pleasure having you stop in chat with us take this time with us and of course thank you for all the memories and you know for myself watching these and passing them on to my children as well so Thank you once again for stopping in, chatting with us, and we're going to be on the lookout for you with uh, Auto Nation and so many other things, so thanks again. Thank you so much. Sunday's your hit parade of comedy. First, it's one Barry Bostwick, two Heavy Mills, and three gorgeous triplets in a parent trap Hawaiian honeymoon hit. Then, when the stork arrives... You better have a brand new mommy. Sister Kate gets baptized, and they're singing the blues. Then, on my two dads, Joey's a hit with the guys and the gals on your hit parade of comedy Sunday. Hey there, D-Heads. Paige here with an all-new Magical Music Review. Summer is officially here as schools are closing their doors for the next few months, which means it's time to start heading to summer camp. We ourselves are going to be headed to two different camps today, Camp Inch and Camp Walden. And if you can't figure it out from there, then I'm sorry. You have some movies to add to your viewing list this summer. We are taking a look at the soundtracks from The Parent Trap of 1961 and 1998. Both films classics in their own right, the original gave us the iconic song Let's Get Together sung by the lovely Haley Mills, who stopped by Diz Radio back on show number 16. The soundtrack for the 1961 film was composed by Disney veteran Paul J. Smith and had songs written by the boys, Richard and Robert Sherman. And while the film's score for the 1998 film was composed by Disney veteran Alan Silvestri and was released on its own, the vocal songs themselves formed its own separate compilation soundtrack with songs sung by a variety of artists that play throughout the film. I have songs queued up from each film and ready to go, so let's waste no more time. Follow me as we meet up with Sharon, Susan, Annie, and Hallie and listen to the music from both versions of Walt Disney Pictures' classic films, The Parent Trap. The Sherman Brothers did not disappoint when they wrote the song that would stick with audiences long after seeing The Parent Trap in 1961. Let's Get Together is performed by Haley Mills, singing a duet with herself in the film as both Sharon and Susan. Bringing to life one of the earliest successes in split-screen double, Sharon and Susan sing together for their parents while playing guitar and piano. The song found a home briefly in the remake as well as Hallie sings it to herself on her way to the elevator in the Stafford. The version we have to enjoy is a little different than the film version, but is still just as enjoyable as Haley sings the classic tune as a solo before turning it into a duet for the last chorus. Can have a swing in town. 
and Annie switch, Hallie heads off to London to meet her mother, Elizabeth James, who she learns is a famous wedding gown designer. Shortly after arriving to her mother's home, Lizzie is called in to work to solve a photo shoot crisis, and what would the film be without a great soundtrack to back up the scene? Never Let You Go, performed by the short-lived group Jacaranda, it's an upbeat number and simple. The lyrics make it a love song, and the song adds to the excitement and fun as Hallie watches her mom at work, completely in awe of this woman she's been wanting to meet her whole life. With drums, synthesizers, and piano as our main instruments of choice, the song backs the scene perfectly and makes you want to clap and dance along. Films had deleted songs. Originally, the lovely Maureen O'Hare had a song to sing in the film. 
Unfortunately, it was left on the cutting room floor. For Now For Always was a beautiful ballad written by the boys and was said to be the song that was playing on Maggie and Mitch's first date at Montanelli's. While Susan is on the phone with Sharon, we hear a few of the words and Maggie does sing a few bars on her walk in the park with Susan. Lucky for us, they still had Maureen record the song for the official soundtrack and we have it to enjoy today. Vestry composed one of my favorite scores with The Parent Trap in 98, and personally, I always go back to his final selection, We Actually Did It. Playing behind the scene as Hallie and Nick surprise Annie and Lizzie back in England, it's a soft romantic piece as Nick tells Lizzie that while he made a mistake of letting her go all those years ago, he's not going to do it again. The girls watch on as their mother and father are finally and officially reunited. The orchestra stays in the piano side of dynamics for most of the piece with a piano feature before crescendoing into full ensemble as Nick and Lizzie kiss and Hallie happily says, we actually did it.
with that, everyone, my time for this week is up. Thanks for sticking around for another magical music review and for coming back to Diz Radio every week. Without all of you, we have no show. Please make sure to follow our official Facebook page. Feel free to join the D-Wire group for more Disney discussion, memories, and fun with the D-Team. Or send any of us an email with any comments, suggestions, or questions through our addresses under our bios on the official website. We would love to connect with you all. Make sure, if you haven't already, to head to the D-Wire and answer the survey I posted last week about animated sequels. And send me an email at page at disradio.com if you want to respond without Facebook. Have a wonderful rest of your week, D-Heads, and until next time, see ya! And their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Right down that. Tonight, I'm going to give you an inside look at the decision making process here at the Disney Studio. It's not unusual for us to work late into the evening, throwing around ideas and letting the creative juices flow. I thought you might be interested in seeing a videotape of the meeting I had recently with the Disney Brain Trust, where we made the decision to run tonight's Disney Sunday movie, The Original Parent Trap. The decision was made easier by the fact that we had a tremendous response recently when we ran the sequel, Parent Trap 2. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is now past midnight. We have been here all night, and we must come to a decision. Are we going to run Parent Trap, the original movie, or are we going to wait till next season to run it? Are we going to satisfy all those people that have written in after Parent Trap 2 was in the Disney Sunday movie, or aren't we? I can't make a decision, and I'm, I'm really very tired. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a vote, and the consensus will win. So let's start, uh, let's start with Mickey. Mickey, how do you feel? Absolutely, positively, Michael. Great. Goofy? Well, gosh, Michael, I say yes. Great. Minnie? You too. It's 100%. I have made my decision. I'm going to call my wife. Call wife. You've just seen a sample of the decision-making process at the Walt Disney Studios. Please enjoy tonight's Disney Sunday movie, the original Parent Trap, starring Haley Mills.
on Diz Radio, it's Brandy, giving you the latest news on Disney's multimedia. Brandy has you covered, giving you the latest news on what's happening at the Walt Disney Company, now on DizRadio.com. Hey D-Heads, have you ever wondered what it would be look like alongside Scrooge McDuck, Launchpad, McQuack, and all the rest of the gang at Disney DuckTales, the new series coming to Disney XD? Well, now's your chance to check it out with the new updated version on the Disney XD app. Be sure to ask your parents for some additional guidance to download this new update. The app update's called DuckTales, all ducked out, yes. Ducked is the key word in this new update. Naturally, this will give you a chance to change your body type, your apparel, your accessories, backdrop, and many more fun options to shake your tail at. Making all these fun choices will easily save to the image onto your computer device or even the app and share it online. I would say give yourself about maybe 10, 30 more minutes just looking around and carefully crafting your own version. I mean, there's so many fun apps, version details that this can make you take hours just to make the right character version of your fun self. Again, this is, would be tempting to add yourself to the Scrooge McDuck coin vault that he has, um, backdrop of the, one of the fun scenes of the town in Duckburg, and all the different colors. I mean, this is, I mean, hours of fun. Uh, and being all quacked out, it's, yeah, you're gonna be all quacked out with all these cool stuff. You may have to take several versions of yourself to make this. I'm looking forward to it because I grew up watching the original series on Disney Channel when it was all the Disney fun cartoons like DuckTales, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and many fun Disney 90 shows that was on the Disney Channel. Again, you can find all these fun versions of DuckTales all docked out in the game section of the Disney XD app. It's going to be available for iTunes and Google Play. It's now available, so check it out. Have fun, and maybe share your stuff. Check it out, and maybe share it out onto our Facebook page and see what type of versions you have. I'm looking forward to see what you guys create of your own characters. You'll definitely see mine up there as well. Are you guys excited for the new version of the Disney DuckTales series? Or maybe your older generation, like myself, getting excited for the showing to a newer generation of the old version, revamped version of Disney's DuckTales. I think it's kind of cool that Disney's working on this. It's kind of a new retro play of the old version with the newer version with new character voices, new revamped, tweaked uh, DuckTales version of the theme song. So, what's your thoughts? Drop us a line. We would love to hear your feedback. This is Randy signing out for Disney's Multimedia. Be sure to keep your eyes, ears, and senses alerted with the latest Disney multimedia around you. Until then, I'm quacking out. See you next time. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs! Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, OVD heads, so that's going to wrap up this week's show. I want to extend a very special thank you to the talented Monica Lacey once again for stopping in, chatting with us, taking that trip down memory lane. And, of course, we're going to be on the lookout for you for all of those ads, promotions, and, of course, 
all those upcoming movies that you have coming out. Thank you, Monica, once again for stopping in and chatting with all of us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D-Team of Aaron, Dominic, Paige, and Randy, all stopping in with their signature segments. Without the D-Team, you'd have nothing more than me rambling week in and week out. So thank you, and remember, you can always connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. And finally, thank you, the D-Heads. You are the reason that we continue to bring you this show for the last seven and a half years. You are the reason that we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show at all. So all of you D-Heads, we have all kinds of fun lined up here next week. We are back in action, we're full into July, and we have all kinds of great things on the horizon. But before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website, our all-new, finally redesigned website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. That's D-I-Z radio S-H-O-W. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney On Demand, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And remember, if you need the magic instantly in your ears, you need it right away, you can't wait to hear from our celebrity guests, hear from us, you just can't wait to hear my voice ringing in your ears or any of the details. Team, all you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, that's BLU or Disney on Demand, and you can subscribe right there and get the latest shows as they get released on your iPhones, your Androids, your tablets, you name it, and get the shows right away as soon as they get released. And remember, if I'm talking too fast, which I tend to do, as all of you already know, you can find all of these links and more on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. All right, LVD heads, so we're going to keep moving into July, and next week we have all kinds of fun. Think music, think compositions, think Disney Channel television shows. I'm going to leave it at that. Pretty complicated to figure out, but it's going to be a fun one. So until next week, since summer is here, make the magic, make the memories, and as I always say, slow down, take time, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-heads, have a fantastic weekend. All the birds sing words and the flowers croon in the ticky 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 room. Ticket, 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 ticket.
with pleasure and glee Because if we don't make you feel like that We're gonna wind up on a lady's hat Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.